It's time for my brain is exploding with daily and meds They're gonna be unloading and chatting about things off the top of their heads They got a lot to say, so get ready for a full spread Ice cream, coffee beans, and everything that's in between And how to slay their physical and mental health goals today There may be chat of a certain Aquaman So just tune in now as you work or drive Or clue yourself in, give a mental high five And as we said, Patty's gonna talk about Jason Momoa I hear he's recently single So it's time for My brain is exploding With Dillian Mads Dillian We made it another week We sure did We're still alive, people (laughs) So how was your week? Is, you know, the work week was the work week. Um, But then this weekend's been really fun. Met up with my mom and having a fun weekend. So, it's been good. How about you? Pretty good. I've been, um, I had some family time I haven't seen in a while, so that was nice. And then I, but... This weekend has been kind of not great because my dog got sick. All the dogs, all the family dogs got some sort of virus. So we've been we're like, hey. So we've been like, yeah, it's not a fun, it's not been a fun thing to clean up. So Oh, I feel you. My dog that is older, she gets sick all the time. And I feel so bad for her because I'm like, I know it's not her fault, but also I I, why why are you sick? Right. <laughs> like, what, did I feed you something wrong? At least you knew, like, what it was, that it wasn't just, like, yeah, she, she was. Yeah, she was actually the last one to get sick. So, oh, I knew, it, I was hoping it wouldn't come around them, but it's happened. Yeah. So, do you have anything you learned this week? I did, actually. And this is interesting. So, we met up in a town that's in the middle of between where me and my mom live. And um, we went shopping. And I knew we were going to go shopping. And so, I just, like, decluttered a bunch of clothes that, like, didn't fit. Whatever. Like, I loved. I had good memories, as we know, last week talked about how I have a problem with getting rid of stuff but I was like it doesn't fit it doesn't make my body feel good for whatever reason right and so I I like gifted it to some friends and was like if it works for you cool if not awesome whatever but I realized in picking out clothes I've always tried to be like oh is it cheap is it like gonna last me a long time is it something I really like And I realized I never wanted to be picky because my mom taught me that being picky did not win you friends. (laughs) It usually won you enemies. (laughs) Whether it was a parent that didn't appreciate you being the picky kid that came over to their house. Right. Well, I realized that as I've grown up, there's a difference between being a snob, which is what I think my mom was trying to prevent me from being. And I think she succeeded for the most part. There's probably, like, I'm a whiskey snob, I'll admit that. But (laughs) being picky and being a snob are different things. So if I'm picky about the clothes I wear, it's not a bad thing. Or or about anything. Like, if you're picky about the food you eat. Like, I used to have such a bad connotation with that word. And it was just, like, a my mental thing. That, like, my people pleaser fought against it. But now I'm learning, okay, you know what? I can choose that I don't like that. Why why would I buy that? I'm never going to wear it. Or, you know, eat the food, whatever it is. So that's my big epiphany for this week is that I learned there's a difference between being a snob and being picky and that I'm okay being a picky person. Yeah. You got to know what you like. Yeah. And I feel like at 30, I've I've accomplished what I like and what I don't like. (laughs) Right. And that's okay. How about you? How's, did you learn something this week? Well, I... I um, accomplished a goal I set two weeks ago, and I think, or was the last podcast, but I um, 
started therapy on Friday. <clears throat> and that was that was amazing. Um and I he is very knowledgeable and has a way of explaining things that's like really logical and gets like it was easy for me to understand and like it really hit me in my heart and I was like okay gotcha and one of the things I struggle with is constantly comparing myself to other people well what I'm going through isn't that bad compared to what somebody else is going through why is this such a hard thing for me And um, one of my favorite things he said was just because someone else has what we view as a trashier experience or a worse situation doesn't mean it it isn't trashy for us. What someone views as no big deal for another, it feels like their world is on fire. We all have our own degrees of function and our own level of resiliency, and we need to honor it. And he looked at me, he was like, you need to honor that, Maddie. And I was like, okay. (laughs) You're like, okay. That's really true, though. Because, like, both of us, we know are like, oh, you're dealing with this. I'm so sorry you're going through that. And then we'll be like, well, now I won't tell you what I'm dealing with because what you're dealing with seems way worse. But it's, yeah. Right. We've actually made a pact to not do that to each other. Right. <laughs> Look at us. We were like one step ahead of therapy. Yeah. So. <laughs> Whatever you're going through, it's it's okay to have feelings about it. Those are your feelings. And some people are great at compartmentalizing. Other people are not. And that's okay. That's not a failure on your part. Yeah. I especially like the, the, our own levels of resiliency because that is true. Like your, your childhood, whatever, you, everybody's had different upbringings, different circumstances you know the typical like oh you were raised with a silver spoon in your mouth that doesn't mean they still didn't have crappy parents like just because they had everything handed to them doesn't mean they had great parents those things are not equally if only right right but that's awesome that's we learned such good things this week we did go us Woohoo! well maddie since i and with my mom this week, we yes. just what better week than to have my mom on this show? So, guys, welcome my mom, Danny. Woo! I'll be the I'll be the crowd. <laughs> Did I clap? Welcome, Danny. Questioning it. Oh gosh, I clapped when your mom was the guest, <laughs> and then thought, oh, the weekend I'm together with Dylan. I wonder if I'll be the guest, and here I am. You are. Yeah. We're very excited to have you. I have been looking forward to it because I am caught up on all <laughs> the podcasts. And I got in girls. trouble when I made the comment that she wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> She's caught up now. And in actuality, I was ahead of your mom this <laughs> week. So win me. <laughs> you were. Yep, you were. She didn't listen. She didn't listen to it until on her way home yesterday. So I was just talking about because tomorrow we're going to drive home. And she was like, "Ooh, am I going to like listen to it? And I was like, yes, me and Maddie are very listen to it. It's fun because mm-hmm. then like, "Ooh, that's my voice. And it's weird, but it's fun. Yeah. So you're ahead of her two episodes, Danny. You went on two accounts. Oh, because she didn't listen to our last episode till yesterday. And you're present for this. one. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But she was ahead of me. The one that she was the guest. Yeah. But both of you were awesome. So, yes. Theme song by my nephew, Josh. Shout out Josh's musical skills. Yes. What did you say? Because we we've compared it when we had Josh on. We talked about that it was more like Big Bang Theory. I but, thought it was more like Psych, which is also great. And yeah, I, yeah. it's a good. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, I hadn't thought about that one in a while. Which is actually part of what yeah. you wanted to talk about. It is. I wanted to address that you said I just listened to ELO. <laughs> I, you just <laughs> listened to ELO. I I said that was one that I always uh, like. That I, I hear that on the radio or whatever, 
and I think of you because that was such a big part of my childhood was listening to that like when you taught me to drive and and do you remember when you first listened to ELO songs I I remember the house cleaning job we had and the couple was like yeah if you guys want to play music we have a really great stereo system and they had like like legit I mean it was back when like stereo systems were those huge huge speakers and they had like 18 player radio set that played 18 discs so you just could push the number but we looked through all their cds and I remember them having the the like collector's edition of ELO and it was like every it was like in a cool case by itself and mom was like oh that's at least the first time I remember it. Did you play it for me before then? Uh, yeah. Oh. Let me remind you <laughs> a story. Okay. So there are movies that when they come out, they are not popular. They're even really on the, uh, when the, the, what is the name? Not editors. Like Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, but before Rotten Tomatoes was the two film guys, Ebert and oh, yeah. Siskel and Ebert. Mm-hmm. And they really dissed a lot of movies that I really liked. And it was like, you know what? It's okay. I can like a movie. So I can name several. Tron, Xanadu, that type of movie. Mm-hmm. Classics growing and, up. And Xanadu is yellow. Your favorite yes. from Singing in the Rain. And Gene Kelly when he's older. And Olivia Newton-John. And there's quite a, a sundry of mixes. That's how she was introduced to ELO. <laughs> and I do like ELO. I like listening to nostalgic music because I don't always quite get the new music, the new stuff. <laughs> right. Swift. <laughs> Who else can I name? You know? Oh, don't even get me started <laughs> on Taylor Swift. <laughs> we are not Swifties. Yeah, so I listen to the radio. I mean, who really radio stations anymore? It would have to be a classic 60s, 70s, maybe even into the 80s. But I quite often find myself listening to um, essentials music because now you can get stuff without commercials and without all the advertising like even of pandora mm-hmm. and i know that dates me because there's a lot of other music platforms now but they already there's know so many mom. it's yeah well see so what's funny mom is i think the reason that in particular that memory of elo stands out to me is because that was pretty soon when i started driving and the summer i had really like drove long distance for the first time we drove to see my other my aunt and it was an eight and a half hour drive and at that point I had only driven straight maybe three hours tops and that was like our one of our short little road trips and you had gout and you couldn't it was in your right foot, so you couldn't drive, but you were like, it's okay, just drive a little bit, and then I'll, so I, like, made it to the one marker, and you were passed out, like, you were just sleeping, you had finally gotten comfortable, and I, I got tired, because driving's exhausting when you're first starting, and you're, like, learning your limits and stuff, and I was like, this is not good, and I don't want to stop, because we need to get home, because I think we had to work or something, and I remember ELO was, we had bought in the CD after that because I loved it so much. And, which I love that that's a thing. Like, now you just go into your Apple or whatever and you're like, add album and you're done. No yeah. trip to Walmart, no double check. You Do you remember you would make me and my sister look at the back of an album? And if we had, if we knew at least three songs that we liked on the mm-hmm. CD, we could buy it. But if we didn't like at least three It wasn't worth it. Oh, if we'd had iPods back then. And then there was the lyric check. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, the lyric check. Which is funny, though, based on today's. Uh, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) There was a funny story, which I'll tell you in private, Maddie. Okay. Yeah, it was funny. (laughs) We're not holding out on you guys. It's just (laughs) a funny story that only us would understand. So we try to keep it more generalized. Mm. 
But I do. I remember watching the weirdest movies that then as an adult, I would ask certain people and they would be like, I've never heard of that movie. And it wasn't until I was probably like 16. Well, no, maybe even like 19 that I, I met friends who had seen Tron and really liked it. Mm-hmm. And that was right about the time the second one came out. And it didn't even really do that good. And I loved it. I did too. Cult following. There was yeah. the, what do they call it? A camp, camp movie. Not that it's. Look at her using all these. I know. I, I may be 60. <laughs> twice your, your age. <laughs> but I, I know they call it camp. Like, uh, or campy. Because they do the same thing with the original Lost in Space. It was, it was popular enough to be on three seasons. I grew up with it. It's like growing up watching the Brady Bunch when it was not reruns. Yeah. And you had to be home on Friday night at 730. <laughs> and right. that didn't always happen in a family of five and mom and dad. So that's crazy. With one TV. You like Tron 2, Maddie? I don't think we've ever talked about this. This is weird. Normally, we're all about the movie connections. Tron, yeah. I loved it. It was so good. I, I liked the first one, but I really did love the second one. Yeah. <clears throat> um. What other unpopular movies did you like? Hmm. Well, I like a lot of musicals, so and like stuff my friends weren't into. Like one of my favorite movies is seven brides for seven brothers and i love the play and i i love your ringtone is still going important because when me and my husband were dating that's the song you would sing to us and it made me Mm -hmm. laugh so hard so every time i hear your ringtone i'm like it's money i just i loved oklahoma uh with shirley jones uh gordon mccray gordon mccray was a great version fine but Mm -hmm. i find myself gravitating I forget if which viewing streaming platform it was but they have a Hugh Jackman version in one of his earliest Broadways and they I've seen clips of that on YouTube I've seen clips of and it's like it's so much fun anyways because the music is still good but the way they tell the story and that it's Hugh Jackman yeah. is pretty fun. Maddie, I forget. Have you gone to see his show? Hugh Jackman's the, um, the it's the, like the music man. Oh, I would love to see I that. I know. I New was York. like, we need to do a like me. Oh, and yeah, your, is it, it's like on in New York right now, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I think the first know. play I ever went to was the music man. My mom took me it, when I was like. I don't know. I think I was like eight and it was, it was just me and her. It was a mom and daughter date and we got Taco Bell afterwards and it was like (laughs) the best thing ever. Did you go to into like Salt Lake for it or stay in Idaho? No, it was here. It was up at the ISU. Uh, Well, let's see. What other, any other musical or well, we touched on singing in the rain, which that might still be classic. number one for you. But you know, probably not as much anymore because there's so many good movies now. Mm-hmm. But what I do love is because you liked those movies that not everybody else liked. It helped me not care as much about what other people think of movies because, like. Good. I try to just enjoy a movie for what it is. Like whether it's made like there's since, since I was a kid, there's been one movie that I was actually mad at how much they changed it. And that, I mean, there's a lot of movies where everyone's angry about how much they changed everything. But I think honestly, if I went to rewatch it again now, I probably would be okay. Our problem was we read the book up until like on the drive to go meet family and then we saw the movie and it was so different and the book was like so fresh in our brain can you tell us what movie um, that was the the book oh they were both the same name it was mortal engines oh and the book just like was 
you know, that classic, a book is always better than the movie. Mm-hmm. But they, like, like we just saw um, another movie this weekend, and it was based off some video games. And I, I loved them, loved the video games, loved the movie. They changed some things, but they kept a lot of the, like, the stuff, the core stuff that made it what it was. And it, it went together really good. But with Mortal Engines, they just destroyed all of it. Like, uh-huh. like a big part of it, funny enough, is actually fits super well with our style. Is the girl in the book has this, like, ridiculously disfiguring facial scar and damage. And in the movie, it was like a nick on her face. And we were like, part of why she is the way she is, is because she doesn't ever want to show her face. And she shows her face in like the whole movie. Mm. It's like what upsets everyone right now with Boba Fett. Like, that he's got his helmet off. Sorry, spoilers. Boba Fett, spoilers, if you haven't <laughs> watched it. But seriously, get over it. The sh- season's over. Like, you, you should have watched it. Right now. But I get it. Like... And for me, it doesn't do that because I'm not a, like, I like Star Wars and I love it, but it doesn't, like, bother you that way. Yeah. I mean, if we were going to talk about anything in Boba Fett, we'd talk about the weird, uh, shiny mopeds, which <laughs> get a lot of people going because <laughs> that was a big, big debate. <laughs> but for the most part, I do love it because I really, I enjoy, like, the cheesy movies, like, whether it's a Hallmark cheesy movie or you know like you laugh at them and I still enjoy them because you can and I feel like that's where me and you bonded a lot Maddie too we liked a lot of those same movies that a lot of our other friends just did like they didn't like them they just weren't their favorites and for us they just hadn't even heard of them or seen them like yeah I don't think we've ever mentioned that we were roommates on this show. Oh, yeah. But we we were roommates for, like, four months? Yeah. Six months? Four months. Somewhere in there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. That was a different time in our lives. But, and, and by roommates, I actually mean we shared a room. We did. It was fun. You were a good uh, roommate. And I've had more than one. I have, too. You were a good roommate, too. Like, the physical room, not just the same apartment, but the same room. We, I don't think we had any issues with that at all. Mm -mm. Because we kind of, we, like, kind of divided the room and the closet, and we were like, that's yours, do whatever you want with it. That's, you know, I remember we even kind of fought over who got which side of the bedroom. Because I was like, if you want to be by the door, and you were like, I don't care. I just want not, yeah, not really fight over, like, this is mine, and don't you cross nope. the line. It was more yeah. like, if you feel this is better, you have it. Yeah. No, you have it. <laughs> but, like, that's how we bonded as roommates. Like, our other roommate didn't really know what we were ever talking about, but and, we we did. And then, then it was fun, because I... I know it's one of our listener questions this week, but that's where you introduced us to Miranda. And that, that was the show that all three of us really came together. Like it, cause I remember at first she was like, what is this? And it was so uncomfortable. And me and you were just laughing. Like there are parts of it that are uncomfortable, but sorry. And I'll save the rest of that. (laughs) That's like my core memory with you two being roommates is sitting on our couch, all three of us like friend style. Mm-hmm. Miranda like that was our our show that and we bear bears we watched a lot of we bear bears <laughs> we did but that is yeah that is how we really got to know each other and that's how we both like spending our time so for us it was that's how we bonded because that yeah. was tv is my hobby so yeah that's good it's good times I like it our moms are pretty cool, Maddie. They are. I'm I'm fond of our mothers. Same. <laughs> oh, okay, Maddie. I know a lot of people are excited to hear this week's Maddie's take. Are you ready, Maddie? I'm ready. I got my take. Away. 
All right. So last week on The Bachelor. So the week the we left off with them going to Niagara Falls, Genevieve and um Shanae. <laughs> Shanae. How I don't know why I'm forgetting her name. It's fun to actually talk right to her when she's uh-huh. doing this, right? Right. <laughs> I have, if I haven't told you, Maddie, I take great pleasure that I get to do this with you every week um, because multiple times people, whether it's our friends or like people that we've gotten responses from, they're always like, I have this, I want to, I like scream back at what Maddie says. And then they're like, when you say that same thing, I'm like, yes, okay. They understood. And when they don't, they're like, I want to say this. So I appreciate my position. Yeah. So. Danny, anything you want to say, you can say it. Any comment, you just go for it. I love the feedback. All righty. So, um, so anyway, we go to the two-on-one, um, which we know one of them is going to be left there. One is going home, definitely. Please Please let let it be. be. (laughs) Talked about. I hope it's not her, and I hope that he ends up with her. Yeah, because he's so horrible. He's got to like prove that he's like worthy of one of these other girls that is come put on, up girls, stuff. step up. <laughs> yeah, so basically, the whole thing is just awkward. And Shanae brings the fake tears and the lies. She accuses Genevieve of acting and being fake, which is real rich <laughs> coming from her. Hot Colin Kettle Black. <laughs> so, so now it's it's choosing time. So he. Um, is like, first I gotta ask you a question, Genevieve. Are you an actress, and are you lying to me? (laughs) Yes, yes. Genevieve, not Shanae. And she is speechless. She just is like, uh, uh, no. Like, why would you... No, I don't understand the question. Why would you ask me that? And, and She's just shocked. And he's like, I, uh, I, okay, I'm going to take a second and I'm going to walk away. So he goes and he needs to step away. This In classic Clayton style, he's got to walk away and take a minute. This week's episode brought to you by Clayton not thinking things through. Yeah. So, and while he's taking his moment, Shanae is accusing Genevieve of being an actress and not being here for Clayton. Um, and Genevieve is just not engaging. She's just sitting there. And I'm like, good job. <laughs> but um, so then Clayton comes back. And he's like, the rose is going to someone today who helped me see the truth in all of this. So, Shanae, I just, I'm so sorry, but I cannot find it in my heart to give you this rose. So, Gene- so Genevieve, would you accept this rose? Oh my Yay! gosh, she's gone! <laughs> and oh. she's like... Eve, though, or did she, like, bring out the claws? So, she's like, yes, he, get us, he gets up and hugs her, and then they just get up and walk away and leave her sitting on a <laughs> bench. <laughs> That's awesome! <laughs> it was pretty. It was pretty great. And she's like... I think Genevieve expected him to, like, give Shanae some closure or explain why. Because she, like, kind of goes back to sit down. And he grabs her hand, like, no, come on, we're leaving. I love that because the, uh, all my brain is is um, thinking is from Tangled. At last I see the light. Like, just imagining the clouds opening in his little brain. <sighs> so, um... Let's see. And then, so when they go on one-on-ones, they, or two-on-ones, their suitcases are packed and they're out the front door. Oh. So we get to see, we get to go back to the house and see someone come and get Shanae's suitcase and we get to see their reaction. Oh my goodness. Did the girls like have a party? They, they were all so relieved. Serene was crying, happy tears. She was so happy she was gone. Um, they popped bottles of champagne, oh. <laughs> and we're just like, we're did yay! they shrimp? Because that would have been funny. Their toast was ding dong. The shrimp is dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So, 
And then we go back to Shanae on the boat and they're up above and she's just like, she can't believe it. She's shocked. She really thought she had it in the bag. Um, he can't. She can't believe that he chose an actress over her. She's blindsided. Um, she's disgusted by him. She hates him. She opened her heart and it never works. And this is why she's single. No, honey, I think you're single for other reasons. <laughs> so how many girls are left in the house now? Um, I did not count because we didn't go to the road. I don't because I don't remember what I said last week because we I haven't done the roasting. 14 last week. So, I mean, if Shanae's gone now, that'd be like 13. Yeah, at this point. And then we have a rose ceremony and two more go home. So, 11. Getting down to top 10. I like it. So, we go to the co- to the, ro- the cocktail party and the rose ceremony. And um, we see them have really good conversations with Sarah, Rachel, Teddy, Hunter, Serene, and Susie. So, they kind of all check in with him. They're expressing their feelings. And then Mira is starting to crack a little bit. She's seeing the other connections he's forming and and is realizing that maybe she doesn't have the same connection that the other girls have. So she's kind of freaking out a little bit. And so we go to the rose ceremony and two go home and that is Hunter and Marlena. And um, during the whole rose ceremony, Mira was just freaking out. Like he... I just, he needs to choose me. I just, I want to be here for him. I'm the only one that's wife material. So she did get picked, but the two, the two other didn't. Um, then they have their annual toast and he tells them that they are leaving Canada and they're going to Havar, Croatia. Whoa. Whoa. I've heard Croatia's beautiful. Do they, are they traveling together? Like, do they stick all of them on like a little jet plane? They all fly, like, commercial. Oh, because I'm like, how do they, like, I guess with masks right now, you wouldn't have to worry about identity as much. But I'm like, man, if you saw how many were left, if you, like, I don't know. This is me thinking about it too much. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I'm pretty sure they fly, they all fly commercial airlines. Because I've, I've heard some of the Bachelor alums talk about, like, when they've traveled and stuff. Um. So then, the, so the first one on one, they get to Croatia, and the first one on one goes to Teddy. Um, and Mira is really upset. She really wanted that one on one, and she's just like, I just haven't had one. I really hope that Croatia brings me a one on one. And then they just Teddy and um, Clayton, their date was just kind of they just walked around town sight saw it was pretty normal it was like I was like I want to go on this date it looks fun it wasn't a crazy bachelor date Dylan did he make another like uh this wasn't the best day really (laughs) no okay good he didn't this time um at dinner she tells him she's never been in a serious relationship before and she's never been in love before and he was like well how are you gonna know you're in in love with me and she's like well I think it's just a feeling I'm just gonna know and that was good enough for him and um, she tells him she feels safe with him he says that that's extremely important to him that he makes whoever he's with feel physically and emotionally safe with him and he gives her the rose so it was a sweet little date Mm -hmm. she seems to be progressing a lot right what did you say Teddy's one that you've liked a lot right um, Teddy is one that I think is going to go far. I don't know how I feel about her, though. Oh. She's she's okay. I don't really know her. She's not really given... She hasn't been on camera enough to really get an impression of her. Well, now but that she's done, maybe they'll all get more camera time. Yeah, and she did get the first impression, Rose. That's cool. So, he does really like her. Right. And then, so back at the house the group date card comes and no one wants to be on it everyone is hoping for the second one-on-one um and sarah's name is not on the group date card so she's getting the one-on-one but this is also her second one-on-one 
So there are girls that haven't gotten a one-on-one date yet. And some that are getting already. Ooh. But we're how many weeks into this now? Six? Seven? Yeah. So some haven't gotten one. And and Mira is pretty upset because, as you remember, she really wanted one. So she's Mm -hmm. like, this is really spurring her insecurities. And you can just see her spiraling. She's really upset. Um. And the group date, there wasn't really much. They they did a Croatian medieval times themed, like, night test thing. <laughs> like, the women of Croatia were known for being warriors alongside the men. So they tested their warrior skills. Oh. So that was a cool little fact. And um, they had to eat a bunch of gross food it was called the croatian knights feast and serene and genevieve are the only ones that could eat it it was like pig brain fish eyes stuff like that um and the rest got sick they couldn't do it (laughs) and then they all had to i was like did bachelor just turn into fear Fear factor (laughs) yeah it was pretty funny. They're all like, I can't do it. Gabby, Gabby, your girl was like, no, I can't do this. My guy reflex is so bad. I can't do this. I feel like when it's between winning a competition and throwing up, I, I would choose not winning. Yeah. So a lot of them did that. But like Serene and, Je- and um, Mira, I keep calling her Genevieve. I don't know why I'm doing that. But it was Serene and Mira, and they kept, like, just staring each other down while they were eating pig brain. And I'm like, okay, we get it. You two are serious. Um, And then they had to do a Knight's Creed. They had to kneel before him and pour out their hearts, which I didn't really like that they had to kneel before him. Um, And Serene and Susie poured out their hearts, and it was really sweet. They just talked about their feelings for him and that they're hopeful for the future. Um, Mira decides to be funny and she rhymes and it's not so great. She basically calls everybody stupid and calls him stupid and insults the rest of the women in the house. That's not humor. That's interesting. (laughs) Did she miss her opportunity at the roast? Was she on that date? I can't remember. I think she was on that date. Yeah. No, she went after um, Shanae. Interesting. So it wasn't good, and he didn't seem to be impressed. Well, then Serene wins that challenge, so she got some time with him. And, of course, Mira was upset. Um, And then the night portion, we got to see Rachel and Clayton a little bit. She's told him she's falling in love with him, um, and she can't wait for hometowns and for him to meet her family um i can't read that word so i'm gonna move on Um, (laughs) i love it (laughs) so basically everybody was using the time to express their feelings to him get to know him um mira decides to take the time to insult him and everyone again tells him that um, i'm what is she just trying to get herself sent home then she's like i think she just got two in her head and she needed to relax and just chill get to know but no she so she's freaking out and she's like there are women here um that just they're immature and the women you're directing your attention to don't reflect what you've been saying you want And they're all young. They're not ready to be wives. But, you know, it's your journey. But I just don't think you're you're spending time with women you should be spending time with. And he says, well, who do you mean when you say that people aren't ready for marriage? And she says, well, Sarah is definitely one of the people who isn't ready to get married. And she's not ready for marriage. She's not ready for babies. Come on, Mira. Like, that was a little low. Like, hardcore rejection theorying on herself. 
Yeah. And like you can't speak for other people and their level of maturity and what they are or not ready for. So that was a little I just think she got too much in her head. Um and then I and then Rachel got the group date rose and Mira is like I'm so exhausted. I just keep giving and giving to him and he just keeps shutting me down and <laughs> I it's just it's like you you cut one head off and and two more pop up. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so then they all go home and he gets a note that's slid under his hotel room door that says Clayton meet me at the clock tower and he's like who is doing he was really nervous he's like what's happening it's Shanae she's coming <laughs> she's coming back <laughs> Or it's Mira, and she's going to murder me in the back alley. Like, what's happening? And so he goes to the clock tower, and it's Susie. Oh. And he is so happy she's there. Um, and she says she didn't really get a lot of time with him at, on the group date, so she wanted to surprise him. And she kind of created her own little mini one-on-one. He's got some goods, girl. That, see, Mira, that's what you should have done. Not backstab everybody else yeah so they talked on top of the clock tower she told him she's falling in love with him she told him all like how she's feeling a little insecure and so they got to talk through that um and it was cute i like i i'm like this is how you do it like you just said yeah instead of sulking about not getting enough time she made it happen for herself and that was awesome um, and he actually says, this is the happiest I've ever been on this journey so far. So mm-hmm. there's the- a connection forming. Susie is my girl. She's Susie. my favorite. I kind of remember who you said last week that you liked a lot. Yeah, she's my favorite. Then um, we go. We didn't really get the first part of the one-on-one with Sarah. We just go right into the evening portion. And um, he has a little heart-to-heart beforehand. The stunt double with the HMM, how they oh. talk it through. Oh, and We're going to talk about him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, HMM comes through for his stunt double this week. And they talk about, like, all his, the rumors he heard from um, Mira that people aren't ready in the house and that, Sarah's one of them and he just tells Clayton you gotta listen to to your heart and you gotta listen like follow that gut feeling and ask her questions so they're at dinner and she is like she's just like yay let's have a toast like to us and she's so happy that they're together and she's like the day was so great and then he's like so it's been brought to my attention that you might not be ready for this this is getting serious. Do you see it as a very real possibility that you could be engaged by the by the end of this? Because people are saying you're not ready. She's really shocked. She's like, this is crazy. It's actually the opposite for me. I do see a future with you. She can barely hold it together. She's got like big tears in her eyes. She's crying. And he's just like, so like, could you explain to me that you're ready to be here? Like, I would... And she's like, after our first, and she's just bawling. And she's like, after our first one-on-one, I went back and I was like, I can see myself marrying him. I can see us engaged by the end of this. She's like, I don't know who's saying all this, but I'm ready. And he's like, well, thanks for being vulnerable. I just need to step away for a moment and um, think this through. So again... This is brought to you by Clayton taking his moment. <laughs> Going away. <clears throat> hmm. He, this, so I watched this with my mom. This really upset my mom. She was like, what a jerk. She's literally sobbing. Yeah. He's doing nothing to console her. And he's just like, I need to take a moment for me. And also, was it really other people or was it just the one girl? Was it just Mira that said that she wasn't ready? It was just Mira that said that. And uh, 
And I just, it irritated me because I'm like, I see what that you really meant it when you said you wanted whoever you were with to feel emotionally safe when you leave them there sobbing. Yeah. That's so. Like, and like a roller coaster. He like does really good and then he just crash dives into the next fall. Yeah, and she's a mess. She's sobbing, and she, like, gets up and goes to her producer while he's taking his moment. And she's like, I, I don't know what to do. I'm blindsided. Like, I, 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 she almost said I love him, but she didn't. She's like, I just don't know what to do. I'm afraid of losing this. I'm afraid of losing him. I really, like, I'm here for this, and... So she's still sobbing, and then, you know, Clayton's ready to talk now, so they go and back to their dinner and talk, and she's like, I'm really trying not to be angry at whoever said that, but it feels like this is interesting timing and really convenient for someone to bring this up right when I get my second one-on-one date, that I'm not ready. Um, and he was just like, yeah, mm-hmm. he does nothing to, like, agree or disagree very frustrating he used he used a lot of me's and i's in his language which was frustrating to me because he made it pretty clear that this is his journey and only his journey and only his feelings matter um and he he gives her a rose but she's still sobbing like she had a lot of feeling and he's done nothing to like comfort he just pats her on the back and I was like yeah yeah you we can get through this here's your rose uh now are you ready to kiss me (laughs) it was ridiculous oh geez is he ready to be a husband I mean all these girls need to be ready to be a wife but buddy that road goes both ways yeah he's he's very self-centered and I do Again, this is just making me hate him even more. Like, I didn't, I already didn't like him. He's not proving himself. So then Sarah is, it shows her going back into the house and she says she's prepared to stand up for herself and she's going to call her out. So, and that's, and to be continued. And we get a preview of what's to come in the next few weeks. And there's a clip of Clayton saying, I wish I never would have fallen in love. I'm so broken. Uh-oh. So I'm pretty I'm pretty excited to see that he's gonna be broken. I'm I'm ready to see him break. Oh who do you think he's breaking over? Well, um apparently he tells three of them he's in love with them. So whichever one decides to leave him probably. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Any guesses, Dylan? You know, as much as I try every time, I'm like, no, because just when I like was like, oh, he's doing good now, then he does more of this, and I'm like, just kidding. And I don't. It's I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, well, and in other Bachelor news, Clayton has publicly apologized to Elizabeth Whoa! Uh, for sending her home over Shanae, and he claims he had no idea Shanae was making fun of Elizabeth for her ADHD, and if he had known that, he would have sent Shanae home. Maybe. So he regrets that. Back. Yeah, do they ever bring a girl back? Um, They've come back before. Interesting. But maybe Elizabeth will be the next bachelorette. I liked her. So anyway, that's that's it for my take. Interesting. <sighs> well, Maddie, this week we have some listener questions. Mm-hmm. So our first one is Josh asks, how do you two deal with invasive thoughts? That's a good question. It is. I've thought a lot about this question, and okay. I still don't know if That's... I've got a great answer. I, yeah. Um, recently, the way I've been dealing with it is 
as soon as I have that thought, I grab my journal, I write it down. I write whatever needs to come out. Um, either that thought or a contradictory thought or whatever. Whatever I'm thinking, I just pour it out on the page. I've also yelled it into a toilet and flushed it down the toilet. <laughs> I love that. Those are great answers because they're what you do. So there is no, this isn't, I don't know if I have a great answer. You do have a great answer because it's what you do and what's worked for you. Your substance. Yeah. My mom is so cute. <laughs> um. I try to figure out what made me have it, which I know that, like, by definition, technically, invasive thoughts are thoughts that pop out of nowhere that are usually not positive, which is why they're called invasive thoughts in the first place. But the way my brain, like, there's a comedian that always talks about how, like, men's brains are, like, boxes and women's are balls of wire. And that, like, men can open that box, talk about what's in that box, and then put that box away, and then we'll talk about another subject. Whereas girls, everything is combined. And I feel like there's there's truth and, okay, like, he's, he's, he's a comedian, but he's, you know, it's got some truth to it. But I feel like mine are always, like, either my ball is kind of like a nice, like, knitted ball, and, and it has, like, some semblance of order, or it really is like a rat's like when like when you're brushing your hair and you get like a knot in your hair. And then sometimes I feel like that knot's on fire. <laughs> and I can't. And I feel like that's what happens with those. And so I try to like calm myself back down, think of some happy things and then be like, okay, I was thinking about this. And then that's when this thought popped in. So something about this in particular is probably stressing me out and I need to figure out that's at least recently. Can I answer? Yeah. So I do this thing where if my train of thought is going somewhere that I know is going to snowball into tears or anger, I do this abort. So I, in my brain, I see this abort button <laughs> and I'm pushing it. And then in trying to fill the void with something that makes me smile that type of thing so that's happy hopefully that helps you josh yes but also if anybody else has other ways they help stop theirs well and josh tell us how you deal with your invasive mm -hmm. thoughts we'd like to know yeah and then let's see our second one is april s oh this is a this a is an a and b so A is, you've mentioned Miranda a few times. What do you think of Call Me Cat? Is it the next The Office? <laughs> I, for, for the record, I feel like we're like that show criminal that I love to watch. We're both tilting our heads in a no gesture, but we're also trying to be nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I think <laughs> it's hard. No. Okay, Danny says no. Um. <laughs> I think it's hard because I love Miranda so much. I, I It's one of my favorite TV shows. I watch it over and over again all the time. And it's hard to... Like, I know that Call Me Cat is the American version of that. And she's one of the creators of it. Miranda is. Miranda Hart. Yeah. But I think you can't compare the two because they are the same premise basically but they are totally different feels yeah and i love and, i i love her but yeah i i don't love call me cat and for <laughs> anybody who has not watched miranda um go watch it it's a british um comedian and she i loves it because she she breaks the fourth wall so she talks to you at like the beginning and intermittently in the show like she's mm -hmm. having a conversation with you and she's like telling you about her life and then she's like, what do you think we should do? <laughs> I love it. But, and and they do the same thing semi-lee with 
call me cat but I feel like they don't do it enough and that's what like because I love like she'll tell somebody a little whisker like like she is um ordering food and she orders a lot of food and they're like oh so is somebody meeting you and she'll be like yes and then she'll look at the camera and be like no (laughs) (laughs) and it's like those little things in Miranda that I haven't watched all of Call Me Cat, but I I wish they did more of those little things. But they they are good on their own. But I don't think Miranda could be the Office. Call Me Cat probably probably not. Well, I think what she means by the is Cat the next Office? What is like the how all the UK Office fans? Because that was first. That's true. Okay. Re- I- like, did not think The Office was going to be good, the American version. And it ended up being almost better. Better. Yeah, that's true. But again, I think with those two, you can't compare. They, It was the same idea, but totally different feels of the show. Like, And I wish we had somebody from britain to tell us how like if they did like because like to us i think here in america like the office the american version resonated so much because it was stuff that we understood because like i've tried to watch the original office and Mm -hmm. i get some of the humor because i do love british humor but then some of it isn't as funny to me whether it's a play on words that we don't use here Mm -hmm. that i don't know and for me Miranda just killed it even with their culture like like yeah. um her B question is as Heather Small says what have you done today to make you feel proud <laughs> on that FYI oh good that, that was great um I didn't know who that was no clue but it was hilarious and then you understood very quickly because the show made the context connect right and so like I, I wish if we, I, we have we have a listener in France. What? We do. Um. So if we get anybody from Britain, if they could pass this on and see what their fellow Britain lover of this show has to say, that'd yeah. be cool. because I I like it, but I don't like it if we compare it with Miranda. I think Call Me Cat has to be its own thing. Yeah, because so do- if I watch it that way and not compare it. Like, even April said she did not like the first episode of Call Me Cat. She likes the show, but not compared to Miranda. Like, it will not be that big, like, great as Miranda was. But the first episode was such a copycat, and it was horrible. And I did not, I didn't like the first episode either because of that. It was so similar. There wasn't enough of a difference. And now it's like, so I just think you can't compare them. Yeah. Okay, April, I hope we answered your questions. Maybe. Did did we do what have you done anything to make yourself feel proud, you guys? Today. I took a shower. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> hey, mine was I got out of bed today. <laughs> I'm just happy this weekend. It's such a happy weekend. That's good. Yeah. I like it. Now we got miscellany and we've got really happy news. Would you like to share with us, Dylan? <laughs> Dog got married this weekend <laughs> while I was gone. Yep. Hashtag crushed, but that's okay. Not invited. Not invited. Yeah. <laughs> I was informed that she was getting married. Um, She... Okay, and in our notes, Maddie, you wrote Otis. I've always thought it was Odie, like with a D. So have I been saying it wrong this whole time? It's both. They, oh, it's, okay. I think it's Odemeyer. Oh, okay. They call they all call him something different. Okay. So it's I, Odie, Otis. You know, pup in law. Odie, isn't Odie the the dog's name in the Garfield cartoons? Yeah. Odie. Um, I always remember a friend of mine taking the Odie stuffed animal and going <laughs> slurping kisses on your cheek. Um, Random. Yeah, so 
I then quickly made it known after I found out that they were getting married that uh, Paisley's unable to have children. Um, also that she's 14. I don't Is know. Is Odie if, okay do with dogs, that? Do dogs have an age where they stop? Mm-hmm. I feel like they do, but I mean, I'm not, you know as aware of their system yeah and Odie was is not able to either right so so it it was okay he was okay not having children but then they realized they could adopt yes so there were papers drawn up they were legit and we will post them on our instagram because i feel like that's just a little happy moment um yes because and for context the friends that are watching our dog this weekend while we're visiting have two dogs Odie and Millie is the little dog they adopted and how old is Emmy six six she decided that they needed to get married correct yes okay I was like you probably know I think she's six (laughs) I hope that's correct (laughs) pretty sure but I could be wrong (laughs) and you actually got to see the wedding I did I was a zoom wedding I was there for it um the phrase you may now lick the bride was used um which was hilarious they um she made doggy cupcakes for them their wedding cake she yeah. had a first oh. dance song no that she played on her guitar it was it was a beautiful ceremony wow <laughs> they oh. both had veils oh <laughs> Yeah, I just received the picture where Paisley has a flower in her hair, which I loved. Mm-hmm. Very simple girl, so I love it. Um, however, it does need to be stated for the record. Um, her dog dad is not amused. <laughs> um, his consent was not given. He would also like it noted that she is underage, being <laughs> 14 um, and so he'll have words with us when we get back because it was not cool to marry his girl while we were out of town yeah that, that he missed it really but you know dad I asked if he had gotten the the permission of the parent I asked her did you get the permission of the bride's parents <laughs> Did Odie get that? There was, like, there was no permission given. It was just they're getting married. It was mm-hmm. a Yeah. But it's okay. They're nice. <laughs> she was a little... Paisley was a little rebellious and decided she yeah. was going to get married while her parents were gone. They left her. <laughs> it was an act of rebellion. Actually, so I was... My boss asked me to call him and I was like, I'll call you in a minute. I'm attending a dog wedding. <laughs> And when he called, when I called him, he was like, so how was the wedding? (laughs) That's awesome. That's great. That was great. Oh, so congratulations. You're a mother-in-law and you're a grandmother. There you go. And Danny, you're a great grandmother. Grandma. Yeah. (laughs) Just like that. One swipe. Um, so with my mom being here and talking this weekend and she being a big fan of the podcast, um, she was laughing when we do Miss Laney because one of my aunts lives in a small town and on Facebook, they do a recording of all the incidents that have happened. So whether it's like the actual police or Burglary. burglaries, anything like that. And they do it like stamped, like time stamped. So you know everything that's happened because it's such a small town. So we just took two. They're from 824 and 924. So they're an hour apart, which I thought was hilarious. And maybe they weren't even on the same day. But I just thought it was funny. So the first one is a suspicious circumstances. And this is like how they define what category it fits under, right? Because like some of them were like, there's cows on this road, watch out. Like, I mean, that's how small town it is. It's perfect. But these two cracked me up because it says a man in a black hoodie near a closed business was picking flowers at 824. <laughs> Suspicious. And then, funny enough, it, the men were doing weird stuff because then at 924, 
a man wearing a formal jacket and pants carried a white snowboard up the road. I mean, how dare he? <laughs> there was also, I didn't have her write down, but it was a 911 call. And a woman called to talk to her husband who was in jail. And she was informed to not use 911 improperly. <laughs> That's oh my goodness, that's awesome. So that'll be a fun new part of Miss Laney, um, because that is just fantastic. There's a lot of small towns. Yeah, so oh. now we get that from her. Our moms are just ample supply of... A wealth of... Yes. Random wealth. funny facts. Mm-hmm. It's so great. I just love people's it. opinions on random stuff. And yes. especially that this is like a police report made it even funnier to me. That is really funny. Oh, it's been a good day. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, Danny. Yes, you thanks, are very Mom. welcome. It's been my privilege. <sighs> Guys, have a good week. And we'll see you next week. Yeah? Yeah. Woo! Okay. Music is by Sankar Mir. Editing is done by us, mostly Maddie, because she's awesome. Thanks for listening and have an awesome week. Bye. Bye, guys. My brain is exploding as dumb Dilly and Matt have had the fun We'll come back next time Share some more My job is to sing this song And let you know it's time to move on If you want to hear more Please hit subscribe That's it for this Please watch your step